Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Canada. And I'm Margot Moss. Midnight Menu Plus One is a food lifestyle show on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com. Brought to us tonight by Petite Pet Care. While you're at work or on vacation, you don't have to board your pet. He can stay in the comfort of his own home. For loving care when you're not there, Petite Pet Care. Find them at PetitePetCare.com. Each week on Midnight Menu Plus One, Margot and I invite a member of New Orleans restaurant and food community to join us. And we invite them to bring along their own guest, a Plus One. You never know who their Plus One is going to be. Sometimes it's a friend, a neighbor, a family member, a fellow restaurant colleague. Well, a special guest on Midnight Menu Plus One tonight is one of the biggest deals behind the scenes in the New Orleans restaurant community, Morgan Ford, community manager for Yelp. I'm really excited and looking forward to, to meeting Morgan. But before we do, let's catch up on this week's culinary adventures. Did you eat anything worth reporting, Margo? Well, I did go to um, Petite Grocery. Oh, I love the place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. And I went with a girlfriend and uh, we shared uh, some appetizers and an entree and each had a drink. And it was lovely and really reasonable. I mean, it was incredible. Wow. And food and so reasonable. And and it, probably because we shared things, but I I ate plenty enough. Um so that was a really uh, nice night. But uh speaking of uh, reasonable, it I wanted to ask you about uh your blog post about eating cheap in the city. Well, I found a new one today. Yes. Today at lunch, accidentally, we were in the World War II Museum with some good friends. Our friends uh, Mark and Joanna from Florida are up, and we um, and their kids, and we uh, went to American Sector, the John Besh restaurant, mm-hmm. the museum. And you know, of course, like everybody thinks, it's like the best museum restaurant in the world. It might be. It's so wonderful. But what was really wonderful was the price was like ridiculous. It was embarrassing, really. You know, it was seventy-five cents for like these sliders, and they were basically like three-quarter size like barbecue sandwiches you know with like the uh onion rings on top and then the meat pies so i got like four for like three dollars and then the drink special i got a cocktail for like 350 and it was just fantastic i think the whole table ate for like 50 bucks maybe like eight of us you know for lunch it was great that's but amazing good for your wallet not good for your uh belt no not good for my belt because i've been pigging out since i got <laughs> to town but the thing is um I can't add it to my list. I was right away. I thought, oh, I'm going to add it to that blog. I was going to make a revision, but I can't because, uh, as you know, uh, John Besh's affiliation with the restaurant is ending this week, and so um, it will uh, probably change the menu. So uh-huh. I don't think they're going to be offering the 75 cent sliders anymore. But hopefully, they'll find something comparable. But that was really great. So it's great when you can enjoy a meal and you know not yeah. get soaked i also went to mint this week too for the first time finally i'm embarrassed it took me so long you know the, the vietnamese restaurant yeah, in Ferret. exactly the, the fa place in Ferret. exactly and um everybody loves and raves about it but there's so many other good ones in the neighborhood and my kids will never let us go anywhere else but, but their favorites you know we love magazine we love a bunch of different ones so they wouldn't let us go to mint but kathy and i finally snuck away and went to mint and it was fantastic i think just as good as the uh the best of the others in the Excellent. neighborhood so yeah Excellent. really like that a lot well, I think it's about time to get to our, uh, our, our special guest tonight. Tonight, we are very excited to have Morgan yes. Ford, the community manager of Yelp. And we would like to know, start out welcome. by asking. Welcome. Sorry. Thank you. Welcome. Um, I am computer illiterate. So right. uh, some of my questions may be a little, you know, crazy. That's so please totally fine. Understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, can you please tell us what 
uh, being a community manager means? So, uh, and I, I am the community manager of Yelp here in town, and it is a site and mobile app that connects people with great local businesses here. So my job here in town is to grow the Yelp community in New Orleans, both on and off the site. I do that on the site by, you know, encouraging users, asking them about the places they've eaten at or the stores they visited. Um, we also have a, a newsletter called the Weekly Yelp where we curate different topics. Like last week was, you know, Yelp screams for ice cream and we picked out our favorite ice cream places around town um, based on user reviews. And I also do that off the site through marketing sponsorships with, you know, local partnerships, uh, festivals. Um, we also host Yelp community events where anybody with a Yelp profile can come out to. So I really, you know, get in with New Orleans and figure out ways to get the Yelp community involved as well. Well, that's interesting. So we think of it as sort of like very automated. Yeah. I mean, I guess I thought of it as very, something very automated, but actually there's a real human element in it that's some subjectivity. Like when you do the newsletter, you're sort of choosing um of all the things that are posted you're saying hey we'd like to focus on ice cream now we're going to choose these things absolutely uh, among. yeah okay so that's interesting so it's it's kind of more of a, a curating like i don't right. i don't necessarily like to say i write it when i'm you know seeing that you know megan m really likes creole creamery and they have a six scoop special where you can order six different ones so you don't have to choose just one so i take little bits of their review and put it in the newsletter and then i like to promote it on you know twitter and facebook and ask people you know what's your favorite ice cream shop and come check them out on Yelp too. So I like to, I know Yelp has kind of a corporate brand feel to a lot of people, but I want to make it more of a community brand. Mm. So this, my, my question for you next is, um, I don't know much about it. So if I, let's say I go somewhere and I type in a review, can, can does it come up right away or is there, do I have to so become an account? member you do have to open an account and it's free to anyone um we would prefer if you posted a picture of yourself so that you can stand behind your reviews but again that's your choice um and let's say you know you went to monkey hill right here you have an account you can go on your phone and write up a review right while you're sitting there if you really enjoyed your experience or if you had some other critique to say about it you can write a review right there or you can write it on the site so if I write something, does it automatically go onto? It goes right up there mm -hmm. on my account. So on your account can and see. worldwide. So, like someone, if someone from Denmark wants to go on the New Orleans, you know, Yelp part, you know, types in like bars in New Orleans, and Monkey Hill pops up, your review is going to pop up too. How how will mine how will mine pop up rather than? the million other people that how does it how does that so there work? is another thing that happens we do have a recommendation software that is involved um we recommend about 75 percent of our reviews so let's say you're a new user and you don't have a picture on there you you know you make a silly name like i'm monkey m or something like that um the chances, <laughs> monkey M. <laughs> um, the chances of your review being recommended over other reviews might not be as high because basically that Yelp community. Think about the people you trust. Like, I'm I'm looking for a plumber. You're gonna ask, you know, family members, you know, your best friends. You're not necessarily gonna ask that stranger down the street that you've never seen their face ever. So basically, on Yelp, we do want to create that sort of community. So the more you're active on Yelp, the more likely 
a review from you is going to be recommended. So, but you might not be. And by recommended, so just means point. it sort of comes to the top of the stack, or it has it's highlighted more we and so forth. You can still read all the reviews, but the recommended ones yeah. are kind of like highlighted more. There right? is an area where the non-recommended um, reviews do go. We still keep that twenty-five percent on the site, but they're not necessarily in the top part of it. Right. So okay. So it and it doesn't matter if, let's say, I had an amazing experience, or I had like a crappy meal, and and. The, you know the waiter spit in my food in front of me and i write it <laughs> i hope it, not that, yeah but that, <laughs> so that does not whether how you rate it or whatever does that affect is it the standings yeah. no it it doesn't so basically if let's say you went on you know that business page um the rankings can either be by date or by like if you have friends on the site they might come up earlier and everything but and I get to choose that how it comes you can up? you can put date, date or like if you want to change it to date even if you're looking for something specific like I heard that uh crepe Nanu had mussels and I want to read about the reviews about mussels you can put in there search mussels oh. and all the reviews referring to the mussels will come up oh that's really cool yeah so now how'd you get this job so um last September funny enough I was in a different position actually working with um a group of restaurants doing their back end work on their Yelp listings so I was on the business side of their Yelp pages you know keeping up writing you know responses to reviews with our managers at the restaurants and writing fake reviews on Yelp <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no. never. <laughs> <Chills>. um never <laughs> I was getting phone calls at five in the morning being like you know, I'd be like, what is this review on here? Um, so actually my secret guest um, might have oh, Don't tell put, us yet. I won't. Might have written something on my Facebook wall and said, you know, this looks like something that you'd fit really well with. And um, I interviewed with the girl who previously did that job, who's now my boss. And it just felt so natural. I love New Orleans. I love the businesses here. I love you know, working on different ideas. And I really missed the event side of some of the stuff that I had done before. So um, I got the job. So. Okay, so how many people that work for Yelp are assigned to like New Orleans or the New Orleans metro area? So how many for, of, besides you, who else is there? Are there well, others? there would be just one person. Okay. I have a regional lead in town that still does And what's the here. region? And she manages um, some cities in in texas and a few other places but we just have we have you know community managers regional leads you know there's a lot of room to grow in the organization as itself mm -hmm. but in i think we have 120 community managers worldwide uh in active you know cities and communities this is 120 what? cities to have community managers yeah so like you can go country. but you're all over the world yeah. i mean how, so, so you could have a huge one, huh? yeah yeah is that so you could have a region that is not just a well, city so it's the like community managers are just in the cities right, the so region. des moines doesn't have a community manager Likely. I, I don't know if Des Moines has a community Bangor, Maine manager. Maine is not going to have a community manager. If you only have 120 no, in the whole like world. places like Cincinnati and right, Chicago okay. actually has two for the burbs in the city. Um, San Francisco has a few because that's actually where Yelp started uh, 10 years ago. So we're celebrating our 10th anniversary. Um, but uh, but different markets, the larger they are, you know, the more they concentrate on that. And New Orleans is kind of a big little city here. So, yeah. but, uh, yeah. so you are uh, local? 
Yes, I I'm from here. I didn't go to high school here, but I do live here in Mid City, in the middle of awesome, and mm. I love it. In the middle of awesome. <laughs> yeah. But you went to high school in Idaho, didn't you? I did. Idaho's um, just like New Orleans, isn't it? Totally. I mean, it's <laughs> like, you know, night and night. Um, I did in Idaho. <laughs> Uh, I ended up in Idaho um, with my mom and actually still would come here for the summer. So, which, why would I do that? But um, <laughs> got to do some fun internships at the aquarium when I was younger and would come back and then ended up going to uh, Florida State, LSU, and kind of boomeranging back to New Orleans. So, but so do you feel that yeah, cheer being from the, a local? From the studio audience, we have an, LS, whoop, we have whoop, an FSU Yeah, uh, criminal. What up? <laughs> <laughs> So do you feel um, having that local background and, and having family here uh, helps helps you um, with the being a, a point person in the community? And I mean, you feel oh, connected to absolutely. the community? Um, I would say the jobs I had before working at um, Yelp and, you know, I always joke and say with my mom, my dad and I's connections, you know, everyone in the city by like one and a half degrees. Yeah. So I love going to a meeting with a business owner and being like, oh, and I know your mom and sister's dog, you know. So that really does help a lot of times. And it also like I feel like I can sympathize a lot more with some of the business owners, too. And we can create kind of a more personal bond and kind of get that whole like corporate feel out of the way. So. Mm. Have you uh, found that restaurateurs, owners are, uh, you obviously you have a, you empathize with their Absolutely. experiences, but have you found that they are harder to uh, approach about Yelp than uh, yes. other? Um, I know if you think about chefs and business owners and you know, retail shop owners that went from, you know, just having a booth at a festival to having their own storefront on magazine. I understand their, you know, initial intimidation or less positive, you know, emotions towards Yelp, but I definitely try and show them that there's a two-way platform here. Like you're able to respond to reviews um, privately or publicly as a business owner you're able to add pictures it's definitely there are a free suite of tools that I really think that small business owners can really benefit from mm. and I think getting ahead of the game you know really manning your online storefront is better you know I let them know like if it's not Yelp there are going to be other review platforms we're definitely one that helps the business right. owner and I want to be that person that shows them that and well, it's free yeah. and you, yeah. you help yeah. them right I mean you you you're offering them a way to respond constructively because people are always going to have opinions. Absolutely. And it benefits them to uh, be involved and, and be open to it, right? Absolutely. I mean, I, I definitely, I know that marketing dollars are tight for a lot of these small businesses. I worked for some of these small businesses and I get that. And, and I like to tell nonprofits, you know, open a Yelp profile because mm. you're able to, you know, have people, you know, write reviews about you as well. And you can put up pictures oh. about your, your fundraising event and stuff like that. So I definitely want them to see it's not, it's not a scary um, yeah. site and mobile <laughs> app. It's definitely something that can right. be utilized. I, uh, I, there's a restaurant in town. I can't remember if it's Yelp or if it was your the other big one that's like it, Urban Spoon, uh, that has some similarities. But uh, they, I noticed they had. Uh, I went on there. I always look at these things, and they they had like 150 reviews that were po that were all posted the first week they opened, and the Wowzers. users were all single name 
users, you know, John, Mary, like that. And, they, and you can click on and get how, maybe it was Urban Spoons, yeah, maybe Yelp does this too, but you can click on and get how many, um, how many reviews they post, how many re total reviews they post, and they're all one review. And they're all five stars, and they're all stuff like over the top. Like, is there a way like to? I know it's it's supposed to be open and democratic, but when something's that obvious, where people are just shilling like crazy, is there a way to um, to rein that in? Does, does Yelp try to make any kind of attempt to do that? Is there like a way where the automatic automated program like flags yeah. things like that the and says what's going on here? That's another thing that the recommendation software that. does do. It it tries to kind of you know filter through with the rants and raves so if right. something's just like oh my gosh this is the best thing ever or like this is the most horrible thing ever they do try to you know figure out we want personal consumer experiences on right. there so what would you do in that case like if you discovered all of a sudden somebody posted so 150 I, reviews if i saw something like that i would definitely you like know do you contact the restaurant the, i mean is there a way to shut it down or to we we don't you know we try and err on the side of the user right and also consider this whenever i get a phone call from a restaurant that you know lets me know like there's this horrible review on my site and this person's crazy. And I'm like, okay, all right. Well, think about this. Like the average Yelp user is college educated and they're making somewhere between 65 to $100,000. So they're not stupid people and they're going in the site to look at something. So you're, you're gonna go on, you know, uh, read a movie review or something. And if someone's like, this is great, or this is you know, horrible. You're like, well, I kind of need a little bit more to like sway my opinion and figure that out. These people aren't going to just look at those reviews. Like they're really no. going to look through it. I get a lot of like, well, how do I change my star rating? Like this person wrote a great review, but they gave me bad stars. It's like people are smart enough that they're going to read through them, right. you know? So I try and let people know about that. Well, it looks like it's time for our plus one. Yay. Pause that for that line of reasoning for just a second and tell us who this is and why you brought him. So this is Johnny Culpepper. He is the How are you? Hello. <laughs> I believe he is the VP of sales at Donner Peltier. Um That's right. A lot's right. <laughs> um I brought uh Johnny on today, even though he's feeling a little under the weather, because Johnny's actually been there since pretty much the start of my career in New Orleans. I did do some nonprofit work. But when I started to want to get more towards marketing and events, um, he was one of the first people that was my mentor at Old New Orleans Rum, actually, oh, in 2008. Okay. Uh -huh. And uh, then he also referred me. He was the reason I got a job with Living Social for a while. Two was, for two. Which was really <laughs> fun. And then um, was also the one that posted on my Facebook wall about the job at Yelp and said that it would be perfect for me. So are you and guys like dating or are you just like, no. are you just like her volunteer career counselor? I love his wife and children. Okay. You're They're just awesome. obsessed with helping her career? That's well, amazing. that's that's a great question. You got so her three jobs? Is that what I just heard her say? <laughs> Possibly. So um, wow. I'm a little bit older and I've had a And she's like nice 22 years old. That's too. right. She probably so only had like three jobs. Her father. But no, um, over the course of about 20 or so years working in uh, different type of industries, uh, mostly in sales and sales management, um, you meet people that, um, that you don't mind uh, going out on a limb for or recommending them for a job. Um, there's only been two people in my career 
uh, that I've done that with, and Morgan's been one of them because when you recommend Joe Biden, who's the other one? <laughs> <laughs> when you recommend uh, that person to a job, you know, you're on your word is on the line too. And Morgan's been, uh, uh, she's uh, the most professional person that I've been around. Wow. Um, holds true to her word and things that she says and does and follow ups and always when we worked originally at uh, New Orleans Rum together. Uh, which was a very small staff and zero dollars in budget. She was probably one of the most creative persons I've ever been around as well, if that makes sense. Does that make oh, wow. sense what yes, I'm saying? So absolutely. She, could create, uh, wow. she could create a budget out of nothing. So uh, anyway, um, I've been fortunate enough, again, to recommend her for a couple of jobs. And, uh, of course, that, uh, you know, a recommendation is great, but you still have to go in and uh, and earn the job too. So she's done that on her own as well. So, so yeah, All that's right. uh, that's my connection with Morgan. Well, I think your um, illness it gives you a great radio voice. I don't know how deep it is normally, <laughs> but it's raspy, uh -huh. and uh, so it's working well for maybe you. Maybe maybe you all can have me on more. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Johnny, can you tell me a little bit more about what you do currently? Sure. So um, I am working, uh, as Morgan said, I'm the vice president of sales and sales operation for uh, a distillery. We make booze okay. in Thibodeau, Louisiana. I live here uh -huh. in New Orleans. I've lived here since March of 2000, but um, took over the position uh, April of uh, last year, so a little over a year and about a year and five months now. And uh it's been fun. We're owned by a pediatrician and a neurosurgeon. Um, nice. Our Wait, staff, yes. The, the, uh -huh. the distillery was started by a pediatrician <laughs> uh -huh. and a neurosurgeon? That's correct. On in a, Thibodeau. That, yes. That makes a, perfect sense. On a vacation in St. Croix. Actually, it was a triathlon one of the owners was finish, er, competing in, and they were drinking rum at the beach. And they said, what are we going to do um, when we're done being doctors? And so they started kicking around the idea of... Uh, uh, since they lived in sugarcane fields, or Thibodeau is surrounded by sugarcane yeah. fields, why not uh, distill some rum? So Tom Donner, of uh, that's one half of the Donner Pelche, he's the neurosurgeon. When he gets his his mind set around something, it's kind of uh, he's he's full full 100% behind it. So they spent three years researching uh, rum production, distilling rum, and they traveled not only in the Uni United States but to some distilleries throughout the world to see what uh, distillery owners loved and what they didn't like or love about the industry. Uh, talked to different distillers, sales, uh, tasted obviously a lot of different products. But they hadn't been in this business before Not at this. all, no. They no. just liked rum. They were in Wait, the Caribbean. They cared about public health. So yes, totally yeah, right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's the name of the rum? I'm sorry. So great. So the uh, underneath the Donner Pelche um, distiller umbrella, we have six products. We have three rums, all under the Rougarou uh, rum name. So there's an overproof rum called Sugar Shine, a Rougarou Full Moon, which is our dark rum, and then we have uh, our Praline rum called 13 Pennies. And do you all know what the Rougarou is? No. Uh. So it's like the Cajun boogeyman werewolf. And so oh, like oh. the Lucaroo. Like yeah. yeah, so they kind of where you grew up, it depends on uh, how you were taught or what – what name you it was given and so uh the rums tell a story so um if you come in contact with the rougarou you get a uh, spell put on you for 101 days oh, man. so right. our overproof rum is overproof to 101 proof and that's called the sugar shine the rougarou only comes out during the full moon uh and so our dark rum is called rougarou full moon 
And then the end of the story, it ties all together. Um, our praline rum is 13 pennies. And to ward off the Rougarou, you could put 13 pennies in front of your door or your windowsill. And once the Rougarou, he could only count to 12 when he got to 13. He got confused and you he ran away. So you warded the Rougarou. What a really dumb uh, uh, <laughs> I know. bad guy. Right. Like you're scared of something that can only count to 12? 12, right. <laughs> wow. And he's had hundreds of years to learn 13. That's, that's Otherwise right. he keeps like right. being uh, vanquished. Well, 13 is right. kind of a lucky number. Right. Case. I mean. Yeah. I, yeah, so I guess, wow. you know, uh, right. Um, I, I could not love Louisiana more than I do at this moment. Exactly. That's so terrific. That. And so what's different about us um, is that because uh, we have a lot of cool rum distilleries in right. the state of Louisiana, um, but we went beyond rum, and we have uh, Louisiana's first vodka called Oriza Vodka, and it's made from Louisiana long grain rice. Um, Oriza is Latin for rice, so that's where the name comes from. Nice. And then we went ahead and uh, we decided to make a gin called Oriza Gin, so we use the base spirit of the vodka, and we add Louisiana-grown satsumas and cantaloupe, so it's very citrus-based gin. And All then right. our last product that's gotten a lot of uh, press and, and kind of buzz around us is Louisiana's first aged whiskey since Prohibition called LA-1 Whiskey. It's only available at the distillery. We do it in very small batches, right. and uh, it's been fun. So. Uh, we Why the hell didn't you bring us any of this? What <laughs> I knew that was well, coming. Next, oh, come on. I, I got to get an invite back. I got to get an invite back. So yeah, that would next uh, time. Yeah, yeah. This could cure your cold uh, probably, too. Yeah. And this so is why he's in sales. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, Keep us wanting more. Yeah. So, anyway, so where is this available in uh, the city of New Orleans, for um, example? So Rouse, uh, retail-wise, Rouse's, Dornacks, Martin's, um, Elio's, um, anywhere basically anyone shops except for Win dixie they've been a little bit slow of to get course. behind our product but uh big national Sam's, world market too. costco world market yeah nice and then um on the bar side of things places like sazerac bar carousel right. at the monteleone cure the bulani tavern all um, great places rum house obviously um, yeah. so any place that you all and your audience is probably going out to you can find maybe not all five or six of our products but either our rums or our vodka and gin. So it's been fun. We have a nice portfolio that different bars and restaurants can choose from depending on what their clientele drink. All right. Wow. Did I mention he's good at his job, too? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, um, we have come to the point in the show where we ask y'all a question. It's called Off the Menu. Okay. And it is not a question that you would typically get on a job interview on your three job interviews, I'm sure you've never <laughs> had any anything like this. But um, my, <laughs> so my hands are sweating now. <laughs> I know. <I'm> gonna <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. So uh, do you want to ask yeah. Morgan her question first? And okay, then Morgan, let me see. Okay, so if, if, uh, if this home cooking thing really worked out and uh, there was no more need for Yelp because all the restaurants shut down, what would you be doing with, uh, with yourself? What would be your career? I'd pr- Oh. I was Who'd just going to say I'd start raiding my friends' kitchens <laughs> then, <laughs> basically. Be well, like, what, how about for a career, though? What kind of job would you uh, be doing if you weren't doing career, this? For a career, I'd really like, so... Or anything in the food industry. Could do anything in the food industry. good eggs? No, mm. no, can't be in the food industry. <laughs> oh, well, that is, <laughs> though. You got around it. She did an end run. Yeah, right, because yeah. that is home stuff. Yeah, it yeah, it's yeah no, we had them on Let's here. Let's say computers were destroyed. So oh, it could dang. be nothing with computers. Yeah. Then the farmer's market. I, I'm really <laughs> like, <laughs> I know that's bad. Yeah. I just like, that's I great. really, love them too. I'm very much into like the whole local coming back sort of thing. Um, people, I do like people cooking at home. I cook a lot yeah, at right. home. Not the best cook. But, um, <laughs> but I think, you know, buying local and the farmers coming back. Uh, yeah. We've 
I've worked with Rocking Our Dairy before, like, and, you know, the local liquors and everything like that. I just adore that. And that bringing it back home, I, I love that. So I'd probably work for the farmer's market. Awesome. All right. I cheat. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. All right. Well, Johnny, um, if you were assigned to a hut in Antarctica for two years and you had all the food and, and, and rum you could you needed for two years and uh, you were required to bring one other person with you. Not your wife. Not your kids. wife. Not your family. No one in your family or Morgan because we know you respect Morgan. <laughs> Who would you be willing to live with for two years in Antarctica? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> uh, can I give two answers? Or yes. No? All right. So, um, okay, no family though. No, no family. No relative. It totally becomes. Easy. Well, I would take my. Uh, I would take my. No, I was gonna say I was. Th- I would. I would want my dog back who passed away a couple years ago. It's family. And I would. Yeah, I guess. And I'd bring him. But um, <laughs> I don't want to get everybody sad. Um, um, I would probably take. Um, probably my best friend uh, on this earth with me uh, John Doherty who is uh, a lifelong friend from Galveston Texas we've been through a lot of stuff together and uh, he's a smart character good conversation a psychology major uh, practices psychology now so I'm sure the conversation uh, with two years over booze and good food uh, would be uh, very uh, very good and uh, some fun time so yeah John Doherty excellent all right that's fair that's fair huh how would you least like to have in that say it's like (laughs) sartre and it's like you're stuck in a room with somebody for eternity but it's just two years i get i'm gonna get myself in trouble and it has to be a family member (laughs) (laughs) i love you i love you mom (laughs) (laughs) oh lord all right no you don't have to answer that okay did y'all did you yeah. do you feel the need to ask us something and put us on the spot? I you would look love like you're to. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna ask Margo and yes. Uh-oh. Okay. Ask you. Margo. Yes. If you had to eat one dish from one restaurant for the rest of your life, oh. what would it be? Jeez. Wow. I got an answer. Okay, now I, I realize <laughs> how difficult this is right? and I'm gonna have a little yeah. bit of compassion, but not really for our guests. I probably would have to say um, Aji Mackerel from Shogun. Wow. Didn't see that coming. All right. I like it. I'm going to have to bookmark Sweet. that. It's <laughs> <laughs> good to know. Okay. What, what about you, Ray, if you could only eat one thing out the of Brussels your Brussels sprouts at Langensteins. I just eat them over and over and over again. The braised Brussels serious? sprouts. I love oh. them so much. We can't You've be friends. I love them so much. I hate Brussels sprouts. I like this sprouts. guy. I love them so much. I like this guy. I've eaten at every restaurant in the city pretty much, and that's my favorite thing, though, I think. I love the Brussels sprouts at Langensteins. Have you had the Brussels sprouts so at uh, Cochon? I think they do. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're famous yeah. for that, too. Yeah, yeah they're great. Yeah, no, I've never had them uh, Obviously, there's a thousand billion dish, dishes better than the Brussels sprouts at Langensteins, but I just That's wanted to say the Brussels dish. sprouts at Langensteins. Okay. Well, I'd eat their betacheta because I love their it. Their betacheta? Nice. Oh, yeah. so good. Oh, that's good. What's their crawfish bisque? They're frozen crawfish It's local. It's nutritious. It's cheap. What about and their Popeyes? It, I get gassy and it, it annoys oh. my kids. Can't go to a party. <laughs> if you would have asked, if you Nobody were heard that Grant. only allowed to bring one thing to a party for the rest of your life, it would be the Popeye dip. From Mine would be Betacheta. Langenstein. Wow. Betacheta is best with friends. Do I say, no, I thought you were correcting me. No, no. That's no, probably right. Now, is this Langenstein's or Langenstein's? By the way, Langenstein's owned my house, by the way, too. Did you know that? 
I think I'll tell you that story so another time. Off air, I'll tell you the story. No, because it's, it's scandalous. Actually, she at six years old, she divorced her husband of thirty years. Six and married years old, his she uncle. was married at, at 60, 60 years oh, old. I thought you said six. She divorced her husband of thirty years and married his uncle, who was eighty. That happened. And I've asked every Langenstein. Uh, none of them will tell me the story. They all claim they don't up. know it. There's no way they don't know it. This Come had to be on, big family news. I thought you were going to say she was gay and married the grandmother or something exciting. That like would be that. even I mean, more interesting. On. Yeah, that's but, okay. scandalous. Anyway, that's enough of that. Though. Okay, sorry. Okay. That's the longest off the menu we've ever done. There's no more time left for the show now. Have <laughs> we have any time left? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, oh, gosh, now it got me all rattled. Okay, I wanted to ask you about being a 6'10 stomper split. Yeah. Yeah, right, Carla is one of my favorite people on oh, the planet. She, she like the head uh, split. She, she Wait, definitely. you got to tell people what a split is because it's so a little different than a. a so a, a split if you're not familiar with the Six Ten Stompers, go to SixTenStompers.com. <laughs> but if you want to know what a Six Ten Split is, we are the women that protect the Six Ten Stompers from the women that want them and the men that want to be them. That's it. So basically, <laughs> we um, are security at the parades. Um, we are the ones on the committee doing all the work for the ball crawl and the debutante ball. I know yeah. someone's going to get me for that. <laughs> um, and we're definitely there volunteering at a lot of the events. So we're really active with them, but we're behind the scenes. So. Six Ten Stompers in the Macy's Day Parade, which Did is the most boring parade in America, okay. and they were the most interesting Didn't. thing they, that's ever happened so in Macy's Day Parade. I heard stories about like uh, they were looking around. like believe it. Nobody yeah, was they clapping. They didn't know what to say the about crowd, it. Crowd, like, they, crowd didn't get it at all. The Six Ten Stompers really feed they're off the crowd. They're used to like, where's the Disney ad? They didn't get it. They didn't get it at all. So yeah. is this a new Broadway show? I was watching. They're the second best male dance group in America with my northern in-laws, and I never watched the Macy's Day Parade, but I made a point to watch it because I knew the Six Ten Stompers were going to be in it, and it was so much fun to watch it with these northerners. And this family got it; they they really appreciated it. So it was it was a fun. The great ambassadors for a city that was terrific. Wait, did I space out? Did you say that splits too, like keep the crowds back? And yeah, like they're all from, like 100 pounds, hot, and the 16 uh, stompers so are all like 350. Yeah, but I'm like <laughs> the worst. But they at do it. security. I yeah. just kind of have long arms and right. stretch them do out. Do they have fans like trying to? Yes, get close I have to yeah. say like sexy but deadly. Like I, <laughs> I have to hold back, and sometimes I have to get like one of the bigger girls that like are stronger than me to like hold people back. I had someone's uncle's brother's uncle um jump out and try and take a picture and i like tried to push him out and he pushed me back and so sometimes it gets a little rowdy i would say um they're doing nicks now but at one of the muses parades i was like i'm over it i'm done i don't want to do this anymore because <laughs> it gets pretty rowdy so wow do you know fun size he's I, he's, I know he's a brand all. new guy i yeah. love them all yeah I, he's a good guy he's a parishioner of ours I, I he was he was going out for the six cent stompers and i tried to discourage him because i know he only let in like the first 100 to even try yeah and i was like uh you know he's new to town he's like very confident and he's like i got in i was like well all right yeah johnny uh do you uh partake in any of festivities like that um i'm not a stomper but <clears throat> i go to every uh event i can mardi gras jazz fest uh you name it i'm there so you kind of look like a rolling oh, elvi. I was a rolling elvi, yeah. You were uh-huh. you were a rolling elvi uh-huh. for a few years, but then I'm a rolling elvi now. We've See? we, we got cr- a rolling elvi tattoo. That's great. So we we <laughs> it's on the back we of my mi- phone. It's been a couple of years since I've uh, 
been with you all. Ah, we must have missed each other probably. probably yeah. I've only been so in a few you years. Know, you probably know mutual friends, Mickey yeah. Hanning. And yeah, right. Mickey all the, yeah. started the Rolling the Bulls. Yeah, so that we were New Orleans. So do <laughs> all you Rolling Elvi guys kind of have that look? I mean, no offense. You're very handsome. <laughs> you called that? Wait, wait, wait. mean do, no you, offense. <laughs> yeah. What the hell does that mean? They're going to leave I was going to target. I'm, I'm like targeting him because he, he kind of lo- has this 50s suave look. He's trying like to make it better, aren't you? So I, I'm just, I was asking if, like, once an Elvi, always an Elvi. I mean, he's, <laughs> right. like, bonkers, obviously, with the, the tattoos and stuff. Do you have any hidden tattoos? I don't. Or, uh, I wish I did. Did you always look like a suave No, 50s I changed guy? my hairstyle up uh, a few months ago. So, no, I, I kind of keep it changed every uh, couple of years. I'll right. go long, short. Yeah, did we ask dry. you if you grew up here? No. You did not. Where uh, did you grow up, John? <coughs> uh, my dad was a college football coach and then a Texas high school football coach. So I lived ah. in eight different towns. So that's uh, where you met your cities. best friend in Galveston. You were there at some uh-huh. point. Yeah. And then I met my wife on Bourbon Street at 3 in the morning at Chris Owens during Mardi Gras. And she was living in New York City and I was living in Galveston, Texas. And then I ended up moving to New York City for a few years. And then we moved down here together in, again, March of 2000. So... Wow. So she's yeah. the girl version of him. She's crazy. And I <laughs> love her. She's real sweet, like has a little accent, but like crazy. Love her. Nice. Sweet. So Chris Owens was your uh, uniter. And she probably looks exactly the same as when y'all met. So we, oh yeah. preserved. We've been before we've Grant been was born, house, she uh, looked like Chris's that. Chris's house before for several Mardi Gras. Hung right. out with them. Uh, amazing woman. She's 145 years old. Did you get to know her through work? Or did you no, just like... I, Tell her when we, we moved met down um, probably that first or second year during uh, Fat Tuesday. We were in Chris Owens and her boyfriend came out and there was no one else in the club and we were having a beer and he came up and we were talking to him and he told them the story and he's like, well, you got to come back and meet Chris. And so all these like local Louisiana, New Orleans celebrities were there like Kermit Ruffins and uh, a lot of the news people. But she has performed with like Bob Hope or for Bob Hope, Johnny yeah. Carson. Oh, I mean, yeah. When she was it. Back she was in a silent movie I'm back in the 20s. Yeah, I, mean, no, I, just ma- right. I made that yeah, up. I, I no, think no. that's a little. <laughs> little late. But anyway, they've been very nice. Uh, but when you're in their house, you feel like you're in an episode of like Miami Vice. It's like yeah. a lot of uh, black and gold and um, he's got a mullet. Mar- white marble. I and saw them at he d- he he's kind of, nice. he's, he always, okay. he wears a, like a fifties jacket yes. and, but and very, like very sweet, sweet person. Like both of them are very, yeah. very nice. And we, uh, Every Mardi Gras, they invite us in. We hang out with That's them. That's awesome. Well, we, were in, we were in the first time we were ever we were at the Easter Parade. We were in their Easter Parade, and that was the funnest thing ever. I'd never been to the to Chris Owens' Easter Parade, and that's uh, crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm going every year now. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. we we go every. And year. You're also a siren too, right? Yeah. So you do some dancing yourself. I, I had no I idea. <laughs> you, knew she was a siren. you wouldn't no. have recommended her if you knew she was a siren. <laughs> yeah. I, um, They're awesome. I love the sirens. I really like mermaids. I mean, my hair is not naturally red by any means, um, but uh, I was like, I really want to try out for this group. And I knew a few of the girls and earlier this year I tried out and like about 24 hours later they called and they were like, you're a siren. So um, I can't say I'm the best at an eight count. Like my boyfriend's a stomper and he's phenomenal at an eight count. I'm just I'm still struggling with it because they're really great dancers. But you'll see me on the parade route. So So, uh, have you gotten his wife or your 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 to uh, join you in any of those? uh 
actually, before I was a siren, I was a bearded oyster oh. with oh, Lacey. Wow, yeah. right, so right. we Your did wife that for is a couple Lacey of years. is a bearded oyster? Yeah. Oh, okay. We uh-huh. did that for a few years, decorated merkins and oysters together. <laughs> so that was that was very fun. It was a, a ruckus group of people. So, Well, um, I want to get back to a little bit more about Yelp. For sure. Um, because we could go down a path. We could get into your bedroom and talk, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. Join so, me. But <laughs> let's, let's um, bring it back to... Uh, did I it's make a, you blush It's yet? a studio apartment. Yes. It's yeah, all my bedroom. I'm so. twice. I'm trying to uh, make uh, Ray a little nervous. Nice. I haven't done that in a long time on the show. So, okay. So, um, I was reading, um, like the guidelines Mm -hmm. on uh, the Yelp site and I was really impressed with it was very informative and kind of written like casually but interesting and and a great sense of humor and I don't know you know I'm sure they're very careful what they they put but I I, I thought it was uh, really well well written and answered a lot of the questions that I I had can you um, tell me a little bit about who started Yelp and what their original yeah. vision was for sure. the... Um, so mm-hmm. it was actually started by um, Russell Simmons. No, not the one from Run DMC. <laughs> and Jeremy Selpman. And they started it 10 years ago. And Jeremy had been looking for a doctor, I believe, in San Francisco. And kind of was like, you know, I think it'd be great if there was some sort of, you know, online site or something that could help me find this, you know, without having to ask, you know, 20 of my friends. So 10 years later, you know, we have this site now with 132 million monthly unique visitors and 57 million reviews worldwide. So when I tell people it was 10 years, they kind of look at me like, what? Like, that's crazy. But, um, but it, Yelp wasn't really in your face kind of Facebook. Everyone's been on it for a while. Like I can even say like, thank God my freshman year pictures on around there. Like mm-hmm. it started my sophomore year. I think I even got an email back from uh, the founder. I asked him like 10 questions when I was writing a, a story for a class for journalism, but um, uh, for Facebook. Yeah. Back Back when I was a sophomore, I, I and sent. And he wrote you back? He wrote me back, but I can't Wait, you find have, the email. You have a Zuckerberg email somewhere? I, I can't find it which just i i got an email back from like someone you like know, so you were email or that's amazing. By a secretary. so you wow. were you a journalism major or something? i was a journalism major so uh, i got a little um jaded by where journalism has kind of gone i love features i love learning about people um i'm not too keen on where news is going these days it's a little salacious so instead of you know going in that direction and having to you know kind of put some of the things I hold dear you know to the side I really like marketing because I really like finding out about people and kind of being able to find ways to promote that so um but Jeremy Selbman the founder I went up to San Francisco and he was in the elevator with me and one of the other guys um that's one of the founders I can't remember his name right now was like I really like your purple hair when it was purple at the time Mm -hmm. and he Thank you. Know, it was Mardi Gras, and we had to be up there for a regional week. And he's like, "So, what are they doing? What would you be doing in New Orleans right now?" I was like, "I'd be drinking." <laughs> it might have been 10 a.m. in the morning too, so <laughs> that was a little embarrassing. But they're they're very approachable people, and they're just 
very much wanting the site to continue to grow so so they it, it's not just about restaurants you can g go on there and get yeah. information um, about any yeah, business one of the myths is that it's just a restaurant review site which actually restaurants only make up 20 percent of the reviews oh. and shopping makes up 23 percent of the reviews and the rest is you know i you can find stuff about plumbers and people that fix your acs which is great this time of year um you can That's find about amazing people That's review festivals and parades so it's it's really helpful for both people living here people moving here and people visiting here so mm. wow i i, I mean so if you love New Orleans and you want the world to know about your favorite local businesses, a good thing to do to help promote it and to get the word out is to go on Yelp and write a review about it. Post Absolutely. some pictures. Yeah. And that's what I tell people. I'm like, you know, you don't have to go on Yelp to like, you know, talk about something you don't like. You know, there's a ton of great restaurants that we love to promote here. And so go on there and tell people about your favorite dishes at, you know, Crave Nanu or Bacchanal or any of those restaurants. Those might be two of my favorites. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you can go on there and, and say good things. So, Johnny, what are, what, are, what are some of your favorite restaurants in New Orleans? You have, you have a top um, five or ten? Sure. Uh, Coquette. Yeah. Uh, Lillette. Yeah. Um, Commander's. All right. Um, Sobu. Okay. And Marisa. I oh. love Marisa. Let's all go together. Yes. yes. Let's let's continue. How I late like are they list. open? That's are good. they open on Monday? Mm, no, I don't think so. I don't know. It I is should check my Yelp all. app. <laughs> 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 it is midnight though. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all, unfortunately, we've come to the end come of on. our show. I know we're gonna have to have them back, and not just for the booze. That's right. Um. But we are very honored to have both of y'all here joining us tonight because uh, your job does not stop. No. I'm sure it's <laughs> 24 hours, so your time is yeah. very precious. So we appreciate you, Morgan, joining us. And uh, Johnny, we, we really uh, happy to have you on and get to know you a little bit. And um, But before we go, I would like, w Johnny, will you um, just give a, a, a website or some contact information sure. if someone wants it's, to go uh, to the It's very distillery. easy, dpdspirits.com. That's our, our website. So D is in dog, P is in Paul, D is in dog, and then spirits with an S, dot com. Um, and you can find everything you need by going to that website. Or, again, you can search uh, Google or whatever search engine you use, uh, Rougarou or Ariza or Donner Pelche Distillers. Great. Right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, our special guest tonight on Midnight Menu Plus One was Morgan Ford of Yelp. And her plus one was Johnny Culpepper of Donner Pelche. That's right. Uh, you can follow more information about them by going to links that we'll post on our itsneworleans.com website. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thank, thank you, you all. And uh, we also want to thank Petite Pet Care for loving care when you're not there, petitepetcare.com for sponsoring our show. And thanks also to Monkey Hill Bar on Magazine Street. At Monkey Hill, you can enjoy a five-hour happy hour every <laughs> weekday from 3 to, to 8 p.m. And every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday. Coronas, margaritas, and sangria specials plus $2 tacos. That's it for tonight's show. See you next time on Midnight Menu Plus One. Till then, I'm Margo Moss. And I'm Ray Kanata. Good night. Good night. Midnight Menu Plus One is produced by Margo Moss, Grant Morris, and me, Ray Kanata. Our technical director is Chris Keogh. 
You can find photos from tonight's show on our website, itsneworleans.com. On itsneworleans.com, you can also check out our blog. You can listen to lots more episodes of Midnight Menu Plus One and our other shows, including Out to Lunch, Happy Hour, True to the Game, and Mindset. You can hook up with me and Margo anytime by following Midnight Menu Plus One on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can also Google Midnight Menu Plus One, and we come right up. The fabulous audio quality of this show is brought to us by PreSonus Audio. For more information about PreSonus recording equipment, go to PreSonus.com. Midnight Menu Plus One is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For all of us here at Midnight Menu Plus One, thanks for joining us. I'm Ray Kanata. And I'm Margot Moss. We look forward to seeing you back here next week on Midnight Menu Plus One. You know Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman 2-Cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer, now $20 off at just $119. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only.